Beth and Lindsay. How are you guys? Hello, hello. How are you? Good. Oh my gosh. It's so good to do like a double duo with two Merrill maids. I'm like, this is the first on on the record history. So yay. Uh, excellent. Well, thank you so much for having us. Yeah. I guess we'll just dive in then. Uh, in a brief statement, what do you guys do at your job? And what are the typical day like if you guys have one? So, um, well, let me give you a little background. So Beth and yeah. I work together at a um, small like technical and management consulting company called NextSite Group. We're uh, in uh, Silver Spring, just over the DC line. And um, our clients are kind of a mix of uh, federal, commercial, and some uh, nonprofit research organization types. And we work on a pretty wide range of topics um, infrastructure, resilience, energy, cybersecurity, um, advanced manufacturing, we do some global health and regenerative medicine. We don't, the two of us don't always work on those topics, but our company is pretty, pretty broad. And so um, we kind of ended up with two Merrill grads at the same uh, pretty small company. Uh, we, uh, I think back in 2011, we were looking to, to add um, what I think was our 11th employee at the time. And I ended up posting the job description on the uh, Merrill alumni LinkedIn page. And that's where, where Beth saw it. And we were kind of specifically looking for journalists. We've hired a number of people with journalism and communication backgrounds in the past because They've, they're pretty strong researchers. Um, you know, they can get up to speed quickly on a topic and write about it confidently. Um, they tend to be pretty tenacious. They're pretty unflappable with the deadline. So it's a it's a pretty good skill mix. Um, so so my typical day is um, I, I I direct our portfolio of work in energy and cybersecurity. So I do a lot of work supporting. Um, of research uh, and testing programs for the Department of Energy's uh, cybersecurity office. And that has a huge communications aspect to it, um, you know, writing a huge number of documents, fact sheets, you know, kind of outreach and more technical documents. Um, but we also do a lot of, uh, the buzzword would be stakeholder engagement, but working with kind of facilitating the, the um, interactions between like the government, the uh, energy companies, the manufacturers, and being able to um, kind of bring together like the experts and draw information out of them and helping them like make decisions together. So uh, a lot of that, that kind of interviewing and, you know, understanding the issue and being able to kind of pull out the key points is, you know, all comes from my journalism background. Mm -hmm. um, so Beth, I'll let you say. Sure. Um, so, I mean, Lindsay described it very well, uh, but similar to Lindsay, I'm a director at Nexite. Uh, I primarily support our work with the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, which is within the Department of Homeland Security. And like Lindsay highlighted, I do a lot of the same things I did as a journalist, conducting a lot of in-depth research, interviewing experts, analyzing quantitative and qualitative data, and kind of pulling it all together into compelling content. That final product looks a bit different, obviously. Um, you know, it could be anything from a report to a fact sheet, PowerPoints, you know, all of those different communications products that Lindsay had highlighted. Um, and, you know, my role has shifted over the years. So now I do a lot more of managing teams and, and 
of our interactions to support clients. And I think you asked like what a typical day is. And unfortunately, uh, there, there really isn't a typical day. Um, that's also probably a similarity to, to journalism, right? It just depends on the work and the client and, and the needs that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Definitely something new and interesting to learn about. Yeah, love that. Um, so what inspired, caught your attention by studying journalism for the both of you? So I... Um, was in high school working uh, as a youth reporter for my local newspaper, the Carroll County Times in Westminster, Maryland. And um, that just kind of sparked my interest in journalism in in general. And I honestly got quite lucky that I lived in Maryland at the time. You know, uh, the University of Maryland was my in-state school and also had a fantastic journalism school. Um, so it was a, a great, you know, it was kind of a, a natural um, top priority for me. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think I would have ever considered it had I not had kind of a, an experience really working with a, a real newspaper as a teenager. So that was an awesome opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for me, it was Capital News Service. I uh, am originally from Pittsburgh, and so I was looking at a couple of different schools and no one else at the time had a program like Merrill's Capital News Service. And so uh, my first week on campus, I literally went to the associate dean and was like, I want to do Capital News Service before I graduate. What do I have to do? And he provided excellent advice. And so I was able to do that the fall of my senior year in the Annapolis Bureau. And it was probably, you know, just this invaluable experience and a great opportunity to cover stories I would have never been able to learned a lot from my classmates and the bureau chief. And, uh, you know, those clips really helped me secure my first job after graduation. So I I really do think it just set me up for success after graduation. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone values so much from CNS and like I did, especially because like it was, I joined a very new social media kind of side of things. And it was like a lot of a lot of fun and I learned a lot and that kind of put me into my role now which is a lot of social media work so it's yeah. yes you know. DNS has done a lot over the years I think when I was doing it it was just the just the clips like we didn't there's video now and the social media it's really yeah. the program has grown so much over the years yeah yeah for sure um so speaking of CNS and you know Meryl what skills did you gain from your time at Merrill? And you guys touched on this a little bit that helped you kind of transition into the adult world and getting that first job after college? Sure. So, um, you know, in addition to the clips, uh, the importance of, of accuracy, um, I think we all <laughs> went through that, that gauntlet as part of the program, uh, which was painful at the time, but is just so important both in journalism and all of my work since then. Um, you know, that's the one mistake you fail, and that's kind of how it is in the adult world too. And and Lindsay, and myself, and some other editors at our company developed a writing boot camp where a lot of the lessons we learned at Merrill uh, were applied to the training. And mine was focused solely on on the importance of accuracy. Right, one mistake and you lose all credibility and you undermine mm-hmm. the ultimate product. So I think that's something that I learned at Merrill, and it's really kind of a lesson I've continued throughout. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, we all still remember the one word or name we spelled wrong. <laughs> Meryl F. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think, uh, 
you know, the thing that I really learned about was kind of developing a beat. And I kind of look at my, my job now as the same thing, right? Like Mm -hmm. I, I work, um, in kind of a topic area and over time I've become more, I never call myself an expert, but someone who knows a lot about the space and who the experts are and who the key players are and some of the nuances of the issues and how they evolve over time. And that looks exactly like, you know, developing a beat and and knowing who the right people are to talk to. And so kind of bring into the conversation when, um, when our clients are trying to get something done. So all of that is, is exactly, you know, um, it's no different than, than how a journalist operates. Yeah. And that's an excellent point you make. And, you know, all those skills you learn in journalism school can really be valuable wherever you go in the workforce. Yeah. Yeah. It's really surprising how, like how translatable they mm-hmm. are, right? Like, yeah, you know, everyone needs to be a strong writer if you're going to get something done, right? That's a, that's the bare minimum, but a lot of the, the being able to, you know, interview people and, and research them and know the right things to ask, to, you know, have productive conversations, all of that translates to almost any work environment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. So speaking of the work environment, you know, all that, what have been your career takeaways thus far? Um, so for me, I I think it's really going to be being open to opportunities and taking chances. I, you know, always thought I would stay in journalism. And then I saw the post that the, the job posting that Lindsay posted on LinkedIn, and it was a risk and a change. And, you know, it was completely, uh, kind of a complete unknown of what consulting was. Um, but, uh, it was, you know, it was a long shot worth applying for. And, and here I am almost, you know, 10 years later. Um, and I've actually now been a consultant for longer than I've been, a, than I was a journalist. And, and that's really kind of mind blowing considering yeah. I would have never, um, I would have never picked this career uh, just, you know, when I was graduating. And, and so kind of being open to those opportunities, because you really don't know how your career is going to, going to shape up um, mm-hmm. and, and what opportunities will present themselves to you. And even, you know, now in my job, it's, you know, being able to, to say yes and take a chance and, and be open to the opportunities because, you know, you really, you know, there's a lot that you can learn um, and grow uh, when you say yes. For sure. Yeah. To echo what Beth said, I, I mean, I, I didn't know the job that I do now existed when I, <laughs> you know, coming out of yeah. school, even when I applied for it, even when I got it, I didn't really know what I was quite doing. Um, and I didn't, I didn't anticipate not going into journalism. I had, uh, kind of a journalism job offer and this job offer, and I just kind of took a chance on it and, um, it, it turned out to be great. Um, but I, I think maybe another takeaway is, uh, to kind of be open to, um, the evolving ways to like communicate and tell stories and you know um when beth and i were in school i graduated in 2007 we were like we spent four years being told we were going into a dying industry and and it was and journalism is having a you know kind of a crisis and has been for a long time now um it's been a long time since we graduated but the there's so much that has changed, you know, at that time, like social media was just becoming a thing. 
podcasts didn't exist yet, right? This is a whole new medium. And um, just the way that uh, a lot of uh, like kind of multimedia, right? Not only just like print and videos and online, but using, um, you know, graphics and 3D modeling and kind of explainer videos, a lot of the really, you know, really cool stuff that New York Times and Box Media and stuff are doing is all all new and um, and you know in-depth podcasts that journalists are doing. There's a lot, there's a whole new way to tell stories beyond um, beyond just kind of the print newspaper and broadcast TV divide that was kind of there when when we were in school. And so I think, you know, being able to kind of be open to picking up skills, you know, you don't necessarily have to be a web coder, but be thinking about how you can translate a story to a web environment and, you know, work with other people to make that happen. We're doing that constantly in our work too, right? You know, what used to be a lot of printed reports is now online content and how do we get that information out and read and understood? And um, that's all continuing to transform and will be for a long time. Mm -hmm. I completely agree with you. Yeah, that's great here takeaways. Thank you guys. Um, so my last question for you guys is what advice or suggestions do you have for current students who are interested in, you know, consulting, especially because I didn't know that was really an option when I graduated either. Um, so any advice there or something you wish someone told you when you first started doing consulting role? Oh geez, do you want to take it, Lindsay? Or I can. I mean, my I mean, my my takeaway is probably or my my advice uh, is is um, probably obvious given our conversation. But you know, building your network and staying in touch with with people, both from school, uh, you know, your classmates, your professors, and coworkers, um, and, and kind of staying connected to the network. Um, you know, not only did I get you know, the next day job through a Merrill connection, but throughout my career, you know, I've been told about jobs by former colleagues, I've connected former colleagues to opportunities, you know, it's a small world and you really don't know what, um, you know, what opportunities are out there or, or who could connect you to something you, you haven't quite imagined, right? So, I mean, it's probably broader than just consulting, but uh, I think that's that's great advice for, for any student is, you know, kind of building those connections and networking, which I think is also just so important, you know, in this, uh, hybrid environment that we're kind of navigating right. as well, right? So yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why I even started this podcast was just for students to like learn how to network and like meet new people beyond whatever else they were doing because it was so difficult, especially during the pandemic where we didn't have career fairs and um, that opportunity to have like coffee and stuff like that. So yeah, that's definitely changed a lot. The whole kind of way you network and and how how to make those connections, and I think yeah. we're all still still navigating that. And so I think you know the more you can can stay connected in whatever format with people is really gonna gonna help uh, in this next you know, whatever whatever we're moving the next forward. Generation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, bad advice. Um, I think. Uh, so one thing is do as many like internships and really on the job experience as you can during school. It's, I know Merrill pushes that hard and it, it really does give you a leg up when you're getting out into the world, whether it's journalism or any other career, because you have that, like you've been in a working environment before and that's not all new to you, right? That's a big plus. Um, I think 
The other thing is, you know, treat every job and experience you have like it's the most important thing you've ever done, right? Like do your best work, learn everything you can, be as curious as you can, because all of that experience, all of the like knowledge that you gain, you never know when it's going to kind of come up again and be important. And I think, you know, the, the intangibles that we're always looking for when we're hiring are people who are like genuinely curious people and who like, you know, learning about something and solving a problem. And I think that's a pretty, like journalists tend to be those people. That's a, that's a benefit of it, right? So, you know, cultivating that that curiosity um, is always going to be a really valuable skill. And you know, journalists, journalism as a skill, the ability to kind of clearly communicate information in a compelling way on a deadline is is a valuable skill wherever you go. Um, so, you know, cultivating that and being able to demonstrate it is a real real plus. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Um, well, thank you guys so much for doing this. It's so nice to talk to you both and learn more about your work and have my first duo on the record. The two alums. Um, that's so cool. Thank you so much for having us. This was really fun. Yeah, yeah. this is awesome. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah.